This week on episode 106 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I once again do not have epic film guy Nick, but this time it's totally my fault. In the news, I've got beer that's not beer, a pizza festival with no pizza, and a dog that isn't actually a dog. Of course, since this is the last show before the live stream for The Cure, naturally that's what I'm going to be talking about with a very special clip for my dear friends. You've heard me talk about them. Uh, Lindsay and Perry Johnson from Hello Life, WTF, and the pod stuff. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. If this is your first time listening, thank you very much. You are awesome. And what I do here each and almost every week is I share my own little personal stories and rants. I make fun of some weird stuff from the news recently with the help of my SMF brothers. And I tell you about a podcast that I think you should be checking out, or in the case of this week, an event I think you should be checking out, which is the live stream for The Cure. But more on that later. Before I get too far into things, I guess I need to address the elephant in the room that I've been teasing for you for a few weeks now. Again, uh, no uh, interview guest uh, epic film guys strictly because I'm stupid and I completely forgot that Mother's Day was this last weekend. And yeah, I'm not about to go and spend any large portion of Mother's Day doing podcast stuff. That's a good way to end up sleeping on the couch. And so I had to call off the interview because like I've said before, basically my schedule leaves me with a very tight time frame to get things like that done. And between his recording schedule and my recording freedom time, I just wasn't able, as like, if I didn't have Sunday, there was no time that we really could match up. So unfortunately, we weren't able to work that out. But you will still be able to catch me on this upcoming Sunday, May 20th at 1 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Uh, it's 10 a.m. Arizona time on the live stream for The Cure, which, again, I'll get to a little bit more in depth later. But, again, I'm going to be on at, at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. At, and I it's going to be on the Epic Film Guys YouTube and Twitch channels, and I'm sure the links are right there at livestreamforthecure.com. And I keep saying I'll get to it later. I'm just getting all of that because it felt like an... It felt like an... Uh, I was stopping in the middle of a what should have been a, a statement. So, moving on from all that, it's it. Everything's all over the place this week. The news is kind of all over the place. Um, life has been all over the place. I've been jumbling around a lot of things about what do I talk about this week. And normally, when I say what am I going to talk about this week, it's because I have no clue. It's really a what nothing has come to mind of something to talk about. And it's this week, it's been more of a 
well, what about, I could talk about this. Well, I want to talk about this and well, blah, 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 blah. And I've got a bunch of things and it's turning into, well, I'll, I can talk about this and, and I'll write this one if I ever sit down and actually start writing blog posts again, which I intend to do. I just haven't had the time. It's been really hectic and busy lately. Again, so that's why I've got a bunch of crap. Uh, you know, if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, I, I'm looking at, and I've kind of expressed the interest in the past about wanting to get into podcast editing more in a, in a sense of, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy the podcasting space and the, and the, all of the little stuff that goes with it. I enjoy the editing side. I enjoy the recording side. I hate marketing. I'm god awful at marketing and, and promoting the shit out of this show. That's why you, dear listener, are so important to me. You are awesome. But <laughs> there's not, you're, you're a select group of people. You're, you're a part of a very elite club of people that put up with me. Thank you. You're awesome. But all that aside, I really enjoy doing this. And so I've, I've looked into getting into podcast editing professionally and maybe making some money off of this because, uh, Lord knows I'm not going to make any money off of this show directly. And I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> but you know, after three years, uh, it's a considerable expense and investment that I've put into this. And eventually my wife wants a return on that investment. So yeah, maybe start doing some work with podcasters. And at the same time, I've over the last few years had a few opportunities to do some voiceover work for other shows and record little bits um, for uh, Chris, the mole man for Emily from the story behind. I recently recorded a bit for um, Alex from the boondoggle, which was really fun getting to actually voice a character rather than, you know, in my past experience, it was reading quotes from a, from a real person kind of stuff. Uh, I, I think I voiced Roger Ebert in, in on the story behind, which if you know, Roger Ebert, I'm definitely no Roger Ebert. Um, I'm neither a critic nor a big fat guy. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, um, but yeah, stuff like that, but I, I really enjoy doing it and it's been fun. And I've kind of thought about that because I do spend so much time behind a microphone that I'm like, well, maybe I should, maybe I, I should look into this. And again, because it was so much fun getting to voice a character and I, I was playing a waiter and it's, and it's a little nothing throwaway bit, but it was fun and sitting there experimenting with accents and, and like, how am I an inflection and how am I going to do this and, and silliness like that? It was fun. And so I would, and I really started looking more into it and I've been like, I've been just flooding my email and my YouTube and things like that with, with voiceover stuff. And so I really, I'm really thinking, I really want to get into that. And, you know, it's, it's just one more thing on my plate of, Hey, I can make money with this microphone and it'll be fun. <laughs> That's just kind of it. It'll be fun. And I enjoy doing it. That's it. You know, I've got my dad's knack for just enjoy being on mic. What can I say? And speaking of being on mic and kind of related to the live stream for the cure, I was doing a, a test run earlier in the week. It was actually, oh, it was a Monday with, uh, 
setting up, just making sure that, you know, all the, the bells and whistles worked and that my, my system aligned with their system so that when, you know, it's time to go live on Sunday that everything works. And which is funny because I did the same thing with Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts for the Sunshine Summit 2018. And everything worked like three days before. And then the day of my, my stream and on it just collapsed and we went through like 30 minutes of technical difficulties, which sucked, but you know, things happen, you know, technical difficulties happen, but it was, it was really funny because I jumped on and was like, I picked up the boys from school. I'd made a pot roast, so I didn't have to worry. It was like, I had dinner is in the, is in the, is in the, the crock pot. I don't have to worry about making dinner at this point. I've got a couple hours free. Hey, look, Dan and Nick are over there in the, the discord chat and the, the, uh, the voice chat. And that's where they were kind of doing like setup tests and things like that for everybody. And so I went ahead and jumped in and I was like, Hey, I just kind of jumped on the computer, jumped on the voice chat and I just hear it's like it was like neither of them were actually there. It's like they just had their their browsers were open and they were looking. And next thing I know is I see or like I hear Dan is like, "Hey Adam," not that I've ever communicated with Dan Brannick directly, but <laughs> and like just hear like Nick like in the background like he's been working in his kitchen or some shit. And it's like what something's going. He's like we have a we have a guest. We're like oh, it's like and all of the fumbling around. But what was really funny was because. Like, I'm, I'm, it's just a voice chat. It's, I'm not recording anything for a show. I didn't bother closing my door. I didn't bother turning off the fan. I didn't bother blocking out the children. It was just, now nah, whatever. I'm just going to jump on and make sure this, the thing works. And it was funny because I, like, very quickly the boys got interested in what I was doing because I was, I had my headphones on and this, the, my computer's on and my, I've got, I'm talking into the microphone and talking to people and they are all interested. And next thing I know, I've got little bits uh, crowding around me and very quickly as, as the, the room filled up because like it went from just, you know, me chatting and, and talking shit with Dan and Nick to, uh, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts jumped in and chatting with her. And I'm a lot more comfortable chatting with Heather, maybe just because I'm, I'm closer with Heather. We're, we're better friends. You know, I, I, I interact with Dan and Nick from time to time, but I, I chat with Heather on a weekly basis, at least once, maybe twice a week. You know, we'll, we'll just, you know, if we don't, and I've said before, if, if I don't talk to her and have at least a little bit of a chat once a week, just to check in, we check in on each other if we haven't heard from each other in a while. And so we, we were, you know, having a chat back and forth. And that was as, as Dan and Nick kept going in and out and doing things and making dinners and doing all this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, I mentioned that I've made a pot roast and next thing you know, it's all this food talk and all this sort of stuff. And everybody's like, Oh, that sounds so good. And then, uh, again, my boys are sitting here like yammering on and chatting and talking up a storm. And of course, because I'm on mic and they're literally like right next to me, everybody on the chat can hear them. And so next thing you know, I've got to turn my volume up and all the boys and the boys are all basically become the stars of the chat. <laughs> they're jumping on mic and telling jokes and stories and they're, my boys just took over the whole thing. And then Dina Marie from Twisted Philly came on and which point I just began trolling the shit out of her, which was hilarious because I've never, ever, ever 
outside of commenting on a, a, a Twitter post or something, or when I featured the show and I really didn't get a lot of like interaction with her out of that, but like the occasional commenting on a Twitter post or something from one of the shows, I don't interact with Dina Marie, but as soon as she came on, I just began trolling the shit out of her. And giving her all this crap. And I, I acknowledged it. I was like, yeah, I'm talking a lot of shit to somebody that I have never talked to before in my life. But it was, it was funny. It was just one of those things. But she's, she's a really nice person, but she's also somebody you do not want to mess with ever, ever, ever in your life. And it was funny because the, the boys, again, the boys are still going on and jumping up and down on my bed and, and, you know, like Damien's hanging off of the bed and bugs like hang, dangling him by his feet. Mind you, Bug is two, or sorry, Bug is four, Damien is six, so he is hanging his big brother off my bed, not like it's far, but this is all going on, he's like screaming, ah, I'm gonna die, and Sam is sitting in my lap, you know, two-year-old yammering away, talking into the microphone, and everybody on the chat is just going nuts because my kids are just taking over everything, and the utter chaos that is going on in the room with me, <laughs> and then the whole reminder of, Oh yeah, you've got a shitload of kids. <laughs> How do you do all this? Very carefully. It's like I, I normally do this while they're asleep. Like right now. <laughs> but that was that was a blast. It was always and it was, you know, trading pictures of pets with Dina Marie later and you know, the cat jumping up on the desk because oh the boys left the room, so now the cat just right there. So <laughs> It was a blast, and it it was funny for me because I'm not that big of a social of a person, but hiding behind a microphone, it's a lot easier. Uh, speaking of chaos, I know, speaking of rolling through lots of stuff going on this week, uh, I, have I mentioned I'm a kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of person? Uh, so, my boys have this, I shouldn't say my boys, whoever is the youngest walking at the time has the has seems to have this problem with flushing things down the toilet that should not go down the toilet um like the week after we moved and i think i mentioned this before the week after we moved into this house bug who was three at the time two or three at the time um flushed you know the little springy roll for the toilet paper he flushed that now Here's a lesson for you. Those will go down your toilet. They will not come out the other end of the toilet because it's a spring. It basically springs enough to go through one bend and then gets stuck and it can't go out the other bend. And you don't want it to anyway because it's a spring and it'll it's big enough that it'll block your main line drain. Okay? So if that ever happens to you, you got to remove the toilet to basically force it back out the other way. Which I had to do, and I'm pretty sure I talked about it way back when. Well, I'm, I'm actually pretty good with plumbing. I've had to replace a faucet in just about every house we've lived in. Just because they had crappy faucets or whatever. Um, I, I had to take my toilet off to take a stupid toilet paper spring out of it. But recently, Sam decided he wanted to take a bunch of my wife's um, lady products... And flush them down the toilet. Because you know, we didn't care. She just kept them sitting on like little shelf on top of the toilet. No big deal. Except Sam went in there and flushed a bunch of them. Well, those don't flush. 
especially when they're still completely wrapped. It just like kind of handful of things and threw them in there and flush. And next thing I know, my toilet's full. Well, I had recently purchased a, a, a toilet snake, like a plumber snake. You know, it's got the big stick so it, and all that stuff. So it like hooks through and can work through the, the bends of your toilet workings. I'd recently gotten one of those. Um, they're cheap. Like it's like six bucks at Walmart. Good investment. But I go and I'm grinding and I basically cranking this thing down and I pull, I had no clue what was in the toilet at the time. I'm pulling these things out. I was like, fuck. I was like, I have no clue how many. I was like, I pull like three or four of these things out, cranking these things out. And finally it goes down and I'm like, I'm like, all right, it's clear. It wasn't clear. There was still shit further down that I couldn't reach. And so periodically we'd have trouble with it would start backing up again. I'd have to snake it out or I'd have to get the plunger or something and force the line and all it's like and eventually work it out. Meanwhile, and this is after my boys had done something in their bathroom so their toilet wasn't flushing for crap, no pun intended. Their toilet was garbage. So they were only using ours. So ours was getting extra work. Meanwhile, it kind of has a, a issue. Well, finally, on Sunday, everything just kind of came to a head. <laughs> Mother's Day just came, like all the plumbing issues came to a head. My wife is in the shower and, you know, between her hair and my hair, we tend to get hair clogs in the drain. No biggie. She was like, hey, can you clean out the drain? Because she was, you know, by the end of her shower, she was kind of standing in a puddle. I was like, okay, fine, no problem. I forgot about it until that night when the boys were in the shower and Damien's in the shower and it's not it's not draining and then it was like i think one of the other boys went and used the toilet and it didn't go down in my bathroom i was like oh shit okay i'm sitting there trying to clear that and i was like it's not clearing and this the shower is not going down and then i hear from the other bathroom one of the other boys dad the toilet's flooding i'm like and it basically occurred to me oh that block that has been kind of hovering around in the in my toilet has worked its way out to the main line and the main line uh drainage is now blocked at which point we just start looking for plumbers we're like shit it's a sunday fuck who's that plumber on the radio who says there's no special charges for the weekend and we just start we literally started singing plumbing jingles from the radio <laughs> trying to remember plumbers <laughs> We are literally sitting there singing jingles for different plumbers, trying to remember the different plumbers, trying to remember which one it is that says that they don't charge for weekends and and like uh, uh, after hours and shit like that. And I'm like, well, let me go and try and plunge it out and see what I can do. I go back to check on the shower. I was like, I go, you know, pull the little thing out of the shower to try and clear the hair clog and. There's no hair clog at all. It's completely clear. The toilet is, nope, I just got standing water. But And then I get back there and, you know, and then suddenly everything just drains. It's completely flushed, clear. And then I'm like, hmm. So I just kind of step back and I turn on the, the sink and I start running it and turn on the shower and, and, Start flushing, basically start flushing everything with hot water because that's supposed to be the, the thing. And just start running the hottest water I can. Basically, I'm trying to flood it. 
I'm trying to see, okay, maybe it went down just because it was like slowly draining out and it got lower. I was like, okay, just flush it. And then I flushed the toilet. <laughs> I was like, let's just flush as much water as I can out this system as I can all at once. Nothing backed up. It all cleared out. I was like, good. The stupid blockage. All clear. Meanwhile, we're still thinking we've got to replace the toilet in the other bathroom because whatever the hell the boys did to it. And so I start Googling it's the symptoms, <laughs> playing do- toilet doctor. And, and everything I read basically said, hey, your jets are probably clogged. You know, the little where it dumps all the water into the bowl. And so I get in there and he's, and the little thing just says, yeah, I get some pipe cleaners and a brush and, and get in there and uh, maybe some pliers or whatever and, and just poke around and clear out those little holes and you got a mirror, you can see them or whatever. They're just under the rim. And so I get in there and I start looking and because I didn't, don't have a hand mirror or anything like that, I just grabbed my phone and stuck it on selfie mode and stuck it down there. I was like, Oh shit. And it's completely clogged. And so I took just like a little bottle brush and stuck it in there and start pulling out what looks like cotton or toilet paper. It, it kind of looked like the whole thing was stuffed with cotton balls for seriously and start pulling this stuff out and pulling this stuff out. And I'm assuming it's like residue from somebody in the past, somebody that used to live here, like using the, those in tank uh, toilet cleaner tabs, or maybe even just the boys throwing shit in the tank. That's entirely an option too, but it's just completely clogged with these things. So I just start pulling them out, pulling it out, pulling it out, sitting there fishing around with this thing, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out, and pulled out all this cotton-like substance. And after that's all said and done, I've got all of the, and I've, you know, and well, f- you know, forewarning, I did clean the toilet before this because we've got, you know, I've got a brush and I cleaned everything. So I'm not sitting there, you know, poking around inside a filthy toilet. But I'm, you know, poking and I'm clean out all these jets. And I was like, all right, according to Google, this should be the problem. <laughs> the idea being that it just, it wasn't, it didn't like pump enough water into the bowl fast enough to actually flush appropriately. It was just kind of, a kind of a drizzle. And so I go ahead and I do all this. And then I was like, all right, sitting there with my camera, looking around. I'm like, okay, it's all clear. It's all clear and flush and and the last little bits of, of cottony, whatever the shit, fall out. And it's good. I'm like, yes, after like two months of this toilet being, you know, completely, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming obliterated and we're going to have to replace the damn thing. And I'm sitting here trying to price, how much is it going to cost me to replace this toilet? I fixed it with a bottle brush and and some pliers and my camera on selfie mode and yay i fixed my toilet yay i really seriously i have sound effects on my phone i could route into this i just don't because i never know if i'm gonna need them that's why so i'm not gonna sit here and have my phone connected to my mixer just in the off chance i might need the applause button (laughs) that's it that's why because it's not worth the hassle to edit applause in in post. Okay. <laughs> but So, Sunday, Mother's Day, I gave my wife the gift of clean plumbing. <laughs> because I've given her enough flowers that she said outright, do not give me flowers. And the gift that I actually ordered for her ripped me off because I paid for two-day shipping. 
And then they took four days for processing. <laughs> it's supposed to arrive today. I ordered it last Tuesday. I paid extra for two-day shipping. It didn't ship out until Monday. Assholes. Anyway, that'll arrive today. So I, I'll be happy to give my wife her, her very late Mother's Day present. But I'm running long this segment. So I am going to take a quick promo break. And we'll be right back with Mike Jolitz and the surprise motherfucker news desk. Hey, you ready to jump? I don't know. Jump where? You know, all up in that pod stuff. Wait, what's a pod stuff? The pod stuff is a weekly podcast hosted by Perry and Lindsay Johnson. Oh, those ones that host Hello Life WTF? That's the ones. Pod stuff is defined as anything to do with podcasting. So like podcasts? Yes. Uh, interviewing podcasters? Yes. What about reviewing host services? I would assume. Um, industry professionals? Mm-hmm. Equipment? Yep, for sure. Uh, what about more than that? Oh, hell yeah, there's a lot more than that. So you're telling me listeners can tune in and hear not only interviews with their favorite podcasts, but they can also hear from podcast experts? Well, where do I pay for all this? What I'm telling you is all of this is for the low, low price of nothing. Just subscribe and download our weekly show on Podbean or at iTunes, and you will be there. Mm, but wait, what if I am a listener who wants to make a recommendation? Or maybe I'm a podcaster, or I'm a podcast expert, podcast service, or equipment provider. How do I get involved? Well, it's as easy as following at the pod stuff on Twitter and sending a direct message. Or if Twitter's not your game, you can join the group on Facebook at facebook.com backslash groups slash the pod stuff. Or you can email the pod stuff at gmail.com. The pod stuff exists to passionately promote you and things that you love. Man, that sounds awesome. So let me ask you again. Are you ready to jump? I'm totally in. You think everyone else will be? I don't know. Why don't we ask them? Hey, listeners. Are, are you, you ready, ready to, to jump? jump? All, All up, up in, in that, that pod stuff? And now let's jump over to Mike Jolitz at the Surprise Motherfucker News Desk. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you, thank you, thank you. Alrighty, guys, it is now time for the headlines. Rudy Giuliani is quitting the law firm he joined last year and is joining Donald Trump's legal team. Well, that'll keep him busy. Rick and Morty were given a 70-episode renewal. How the hell is this show that damn good? Damn! Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Last Man on Earth. I've never seen a single episode of either show. Does Fox just want to have fake news on, or what? It's all fake news, false and fake. 
cleverly named, but also a show I never watched, Kevin Can Wait was canceled by CBS. Is that a network still? <laughs> I have no idea what channel it is. A Yale student was arrested for napping while black in a common area in the dorms. <laughs> Apparently, it's a crime to nap and be black at the same time now. And finally in the headlines, did you know that Kansas City welcomes over 25 million people annually each year? <laughs> I did not know that. <coughs> Alrighty guys, it is now time for the news. A white woman in Oakland called the cops back in April after she saw a black family grilling in a public park where they should not have been doing so. The horror. The popo showed up, but the family was not charged for grilling while black. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Apparently Bill and Ted are going to get a third movie made. Way. <laughs> uh, that gets a hard whatever for me. Two wasn't that good. <laughs> Sorry. Just my thought. The original Iron Man suit is missing. You think Tony Stark could find it? Maybe Midge stole it and came in it like she said she was going to do. I'll come in his Iron Man suit. <laughs> Remember Clay Aiken? Yeah, me too. Barely. <laughs> well, he's bashing American Idol. Who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, come on. Really? I hate that show. I don't really care, but without that show, he wouldn't be known at all, except as the flunky who messed up your drive through order again. <laughs> a brawl broke out at a charity cornhole tournament in Atlanta. Wait. Someone got hurt at a cornhole tourney. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what? There's no lube? Big hands? Uh, something. Alrighty, and finally in the news. Yeah, so what? Whatever, don't care. On Sunday, NBC picked up Brooklyn Nine-Nine. When is Ash vs. Evil Dead gonna get picked up? I'd rather see that one. Alrighty, everybody, I have been Mike Dolitz. I will be Mike Dolitz. Now back to your regularly scheduled programs. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, and you can catch Mike Jovelitz along with Chris the Mole Man and myself over at SurpriseMFR.com. Check it out. Starting off, we have a beer, big air quotes, completely clear alcohol-free beer. Can be consumed anytime. All free all time is a new beer. Again, big air quotes. That is zero calorie, zero alcohol, and completely clear. And is being marketed to those who enjoy the taste of beer, but don't want any of the negative stigma associated with it. Like actually drinking beer. Because let's just run this down. It's zero calorie. Zero alcohol and completely clear. So it basically looks like water. So it's basically a artificial beer flavoring. Basically, it's not even like O'Doul's or something that's, that's just a zero alcohol beer. Like they just don't let it ferment to that point. This is something that tastes like beer and, and is clear. It has no color and it, uh, I, they haven't even said if it hasn't even launched yet. They've said they haven't said if it like have a, the smell of beer so that, you know, theoretically they, all the marketing and everything is talking about, Oh, if you want to have a beer on the job, just cause you enjoy the taste of beer, you want to have a beer on while you're at work, but you don't want to be that guy who's drinking at work. You're still going to be that guy who's drinking at work. 
then try an all-free, all-time uh, beer. No. It's not beer. It just pretends to be beer. It, it's artificial beer flavoring water. It's like Mio, but beer flavor. Uh, speaking of not beer and not what it's supposed to be. All you can eat pizza festival apologizes for a lack of pizza. <laughs> so after an oven broke at an all you can eat pizza festival, organizers left guests waiting for up to an hour to get a single slice. Again, this is supposed to be an all you can eat pizza festival. And even then they did get anything. The guests were very disappointed. Uh, yeah. One person said it just looked like the somebody had thrown up on a pizza. Like the somebody's cat just threw up all over. Yeah, it's it's it wasn't good. I mean, and I under I understand that it's you know, hey, our main oven broke down, so we can't keep up with demand. But they were using all of these other backup ovens. They should have. They just were ill prepared to begin with. That's it. That's entirely it. Like you can't have an all you can eat pizza festival. And have one oven for one. Uh, you're just you're not going to be keeping up with demand. And they even said it's like, oh, there were so many people that wanted. There was just too much demand, and then the the oven went down. And like, it's an all you can eat pizza festival. There's going to be high demand. That's just it. <laughs> and I'm not going to wait around an hour for a piece of of tomato and corn pizza that looks like it, you know, has been pre digested. So yeah, fucked up. And apparently the people that complained end up just getting, uh, is it festival ticket holders got complimentary VIP passes for an upcoming barbecue festival. Let's hope the smokers work in July. Uh, this one <laughs> speak. Oh man. Legal trouble, legal trouble, legal trouble. Woman legally banned from singing in her home. <laughs> so after neighbors repeatedly complained about her singing and loud music, a UK woman was issued a two-year restraining order against making excessive noise that would aggravate her neighbors. So no loud singing, no loud music, nothing that would ex basically extend outside of the space of her apartment. If her neighbors could hear it, it's a violation. So when she failed to follow the court orders multiple times to the point where her neighbors actually recorded her singing and loud music and even somebody two floors up from her heard her god awful singing. And it's not just the loud singing. It's like it's been they said it was like hearing dying cats god awful singing. The fact that her singing was so bad, they got a court order. <laughs> they recorded it. They sent it back to the courts. And now there's an arrest warrant out for her. That's how... Yeah. <laughs> when your singing is described in a court document as sounds like a drowning cat, maybe you should just stop. And I understand. It's like, hey, like, no, I love to sing. and don't. You're not going to stop me. The court stopped you. Because your singing was a public nuisance. <laughs> it's not that we don't enjoy music. It's that you can't sing. Please stop, dear Lord. You're, you're scaring away all the neighborhood. <laughs> 
when there are no rats in your neighborhood because somebody sings so bad. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. Stop. Just stop. Come on. You had a court order to clue in. You've got to stop. The court told you to stop singing. You still didn't stop singing. Now you're just being a bitch. Uh, when they issue an arrest warrant because of your singing, you just stop. Just give it up. All right. <laughs> I got a lot of I got a lot to fly through today. Let's see. Chicago man allegedly used a standard change of address form to move UPS headquarters to his apartment. <laughs> so a Chicago man is facing charges of mail theft and mail fraud after he used a standard U.S. Postal Service change of address form to forward the mail from UPS headquarters in Atlanta to his apartment in Chicago. Uh, he then proceeded to cash multiple checks intended for the shipping service. Somewhere in, this, somewhere in the 50-something thousand dollars in checks that were intended for UPS I don't know what, what kind of checks are getting sent like checks, checks are getting sent to UPS. I don't know. Um, I get, I mean, it's a business business is still write checks to each other, I guess. But I think it says he was sent American express corporate credit cards and deposited, uh, about 10 checks addressed to the company for about $58,000. So UPS security eventually flagged, the thing basically like, Hey, we're not getting our mail. What's going on? So they look into it and they're like, Oh, a change of address form was done. And this looks to be a residence. So we're going to fix this. And now of course guy got arrested and, and, and all that fun stuff. And now the, the postal service is having to do an internal investigation because come on, nobody looked at, nobody really paid attention to the paperwork. They just like, up oh, click, 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 click forward mail, fa la la. And so <laughs> they basically they, because somebody was being lazy and didn't notice that the, what was getting forwarded, that all, all that bullshit happened. But I got to give the guy credit for trying because that is an original idea. I, I don't think anybody, I think it was just a, I wonder if this will work sort of thing. And it worked <laughs> and it's never going to work again. It better not ever work again or the postal service is fucked. They will go far, far, far underground if that trick ever, ever works again. But after all that stupidity, I've got one more for you. It's time for the Jackass of the Week. I'm not going to lie, as far as, as jackasses go, this one's on the mild side. Uh, family realizes pet dog is a bear. A family in China recently discovered that their two-year-old puppy was actually an Asiatic black bear. They originally believed it was a Tibetan mastiff, but after their dog reached over 250 pounds and started walking on its hind legs, they figured out that that wasn't quite accurate. So... Apparently, this isn't even a, a strange occurrence in China. Apparently, just a few days ago, uh, somebody thought they bought a puppy and it turned out to be a fox. <laughs> um, really? I mean, 
these people, they knew that like from the get go, oh, this is a really big dog. Even a Mastiff is not going to reach 200 pounds. Mastiffs are big ass fucking dogs. They're not that big. And you know, when your, your puppy is eating you out of house and home and I don't know, doesn't look like a dog. I will only give it that, yeah, a, a Tibetan Mastiff has a similar facial shape. But come on, people. How dumb are you that you can't tell the difference between a bear cub and a puppy? They don't make the same noise. They don't have the same teeth. They don't eat the same stuff. They don't have nothing about a bear and a dog other than possibly coloration and technically they both have a muzzle. That's it. A big floofy dog and a bear. How the fuck do you mistake a bear and a dog at any age range? There's those puppies that are like, oh, look, it looks like a little, like a little bear cub. That still doesn't actually pass for a bear. And you're not going to make that mistake the other way. How stupid are you that you did not know for two years? Two years. In two years, a dog would have been full size. Full size. Your dog would have reached about 80 pounds. If it was a Mastiff, you might have had about a 150 pound dog. And that's a huge ass fucking dog. You might have had a 150 pound dog in two years. Not a 200 pound bear. It's a bear. You should have known it was a bear. And if you were dumb enough to not know it was a bear in the beginning, in six months, you should have known it was a bear because it would have been pushing 80 pounds. This thing is eating you out of house and home and probably destroying your furniture because it's a bear and you didn't fucking clue in for two years. Two years. Yeah, this one isn't, it wasn't as light of a, <laughs> like, no, you are really fucking dumb. I don't even care if it's China and it's a, it's a different breed of, no, you're dumb. The fuck, China? And the fuck China person who thought their fucking dog, their fox was a dog. What do you not, do people in China not know what dogs look like? Really? Do they not under, do they not know? Does somebody would just say, oh, it's a dog. It's a fucking bear or it's a fucking fox. How? Okay. I'm not even going to throw out the Chinese dog, Chinese restaurant dog stereotype joke reference, whatever. Do people in China not know what dogs look like? That they can't tell the difference between a fox or a bear and a fucking dog of any kind. Because, no, you're just stupid. <laughs> you are just stupid. And that's why you, both of you families, the fox people and the fucking bear people, you get to be the jackass of the week. <laughs> I'm going to take one more quick promo break. I think you know what's coming up in this one. And I'll be right back with some more stuff for the live stream for The Cure. Hey everyone, I am Perry Johnson. I am Lindsay Johnson. We host Hello Live WTF, a weekly podcast where we discuss relationships, parenting, marriage, death, life, uh, health, and all the WTF that comes with it. And we have a very blunt opinion about things. 
Uh, you can find us on iTunes. And Stitcher. And SoundCloud. Uh, Podmag. And of course. We'd love to get to know you better, so join us on Facebook or Twitter at HelloLifeWTF. And remember, you, you decide, decide what the F, F is for. for. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. We are the Epic Film Guys, and we'd like just a moment of your time to talk about an extremely important event coming up this May. Last year, we hosted the live stream for The Cure, a 12-hour live stream fundraiser where we raised $2,500 for the Cancer Research Institute. 86 cents out of every dollar raised goes to research toward finding a cure. And this year, we're aiming to smash that goal, and we need your help to do it. Join us from May 18th through the 20th for 30 hours of amazing live stream content from us and a whole host of amazing podcasters who will be joining us to try to reach $5,000. For more information, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Recommended listening. So, like I said, this week I'm, I'm talking a bit more about the live stream for The Cure because, well, it's coming up this weekend and it's 30 hours. Just wrap your head around that. I, I feel sorry for Nick at this point, but 30 hours of live streams. I don't even know how many podcasters at this point. Uh, I know over a dozen podcasters. Some of them are doing multiple segments. On top of all the Epic Film Guy segments that Nick and Justin are doing and the restaurant segments that Nick is doing, a lot of it, he's doing a lot of pre-recorded stuff for that just to give himself a nap here and there. But one of the things that has come up, and I've talked about it a couple weeks ago, is, uh, and that's why I've played both of their promos, is the cancer diagnosis for uh, Perry Johnson from Hello Life WTF and the pod stuff. And Nick actually had announced, and I had kind of a chat with him earlier in the week when we were trying to work out scheduling for this, Um, but he actually announced on the Epic Film Guys last episode that because uh, Perry and Lindsay are supposed to be the closing guests for the live stream for The Cure, they've decided from the moment, from basically from their segment on through the end of the stream and as long as they feel like being on they're going to be on that's basically what he said everything from that point they basically the live stream for the cure cancer going to uh, cri ends as soon as the johnsons come on and from that point on it is now a hello cancer wtf uh you know, internet telethon, as it were. And from that point on, everything is going to them. We are going to be raising money. And that is the time, if you haven't already given to the GoFundMe, if you're, you know, checking in on the live stream for the cure, that's the time where you can really make a direct impact. You know, not that making a donation to CRI isn't going to make an impact, but when you can donate directly, come on and donate at that point, because that is when that that's going to them. That is going to be helping Lindsay and Perry who are having, who are, you know, Perry's going through chemotherapy and radiation six days a week for the next, like 
months that he's going to be having to go through this. And he just started a new job. He doesn't have any vacation pay. Right now, they are financially screwed. They need this help more than ever. And so that the at the least we can do is devote this time to helping them. And if you want to help them, I've got the link right there. It's on the front page uh, at odddadoutpodcast.com right there to go to the GoFundMe to help out Perry and Lindsay Johnson. There was a blog post. It's popped up. It's probably going to cycle through my Twitter and my Facebooks and all that stuff too. Um, check those out. Um, but real quick, I should say real quick. It's actually a few minutes long. I've got a clip that was put together by many of their uh, podcaster friends. Um, I unfortunately did not get to be a part of this just because, you know, my time and my life and things, but this was put together as just so you understand the kind of impact that Perry has had on the podcast community and somebody that in the little bit of time I've known them that I consider them very good friends as so many others do. So I've got this for you here and I'm going to not cry. I'm not going to cry because I'm, because I, I, I'm, I'm Mr. Plumbing Superman today. I'm, I'm flexing my man card. I'm not going to cry. I'm Philip Primo from the Semi-Intellectual Musings podcast. On May 2nd, 2018, Perry Johnson was diagnosed with stage four cancer of the esophagus and stomach. The medical bills will be exorbitant. And as friends and fans, we can do something to help. Perry is a loving father, husband, and fellow podcaster. Perry and his wife, Lindsay, are the hosts of Hello Life WTF and the Podstuff podcasts. They have shared their life with us and have helped others overcome hardship one story at a time. Many of us in the indie podcast community have come to be close friends with Perry. The outpouring of support has been incredible. Here are only a few of those messages. Hi, this is Elisa Lucas from Best Forevers, a podcast for kindred spirits. Hi, this is Cody. And Chris. From BSP, the Idiot Secrecy Files. Hey, this is Chris from Play Comics, and I'd just like to say that you've got to take care of the people that take care of you. Hello, I'm John from the Stranger Lands podcast. Hi, Perry. It's Megan. And RJ. And we're here. We showed up. We did. Look at us go. This is Patrick from the Sea Dogs podcast. It's Matt from Semi Intellectual Musings and the Pot Stuff podcast. I'm Chris McBrien from Pop Goes Your World. Hey, Perry and Lindsay, it's Paul. I wanted to do this. So, yeah, I'm in my car, no microphone in front of me, no script, no nothing, just, uh, just talking. When I met Perry and Lindsay, it's when they interviewed me on the pod stuff. And I knew right away, I knew from the start, I knew from the get-go that we were going to be friends. And it's not because I geek out over friendship or just because they interviewed me on their podcast. It's because they give friendship. They are some of the most supportive, giving, and kind people that I've ever met in the podcast world. And folks, it is time to give back. We're here to talk about the wonder that is Perry from the pod stuff. Um, I personally know him from kind of the podcasting community and was lucky enough to be able to guest um, on their podcast, The Pod Stuff. And it was such a wonderful time. 
he and his wife were so giving and so funny and just so kind that they made the experience just the most fun I've ever had on an episode. I uh, got to know Perry after he wrote a review for The Stranger Lands. It was a very long review and it was uh, very funny and uh, it's one of those that we had to share with all of our friends and our families. Soon after that, we just started talking uh, pretty often. I don't think there's been a week or a few days that's gone by where he and I hadn't chatted or talked. I became a huge, huge fan of his shows, Hello Life, WTF, and the pod stuff. I love him, and I hope that we can pull together and get him the help that he needs. Perry's taking care of us, making sure that we have all kinds of joy brought to our lives, and now it's time for all of us to return the favor, come together, and do what we can for somebody who is undoubtedly just a wonderful human being. We just want to say that we're thinking about you and oh did he get shot is that why we're sending thoughts and prayers yep yep we're sending thoughts and prayers because he got shot we're sorry Perry. you deserve a better message than this because you're really awesome and funny and great and we suck thanks obama definitely improved my life brought many many smiles to my face throughout the time that i've known him uh sometimes perry says some inappropriate things and I just burst out laughing in the middle of traffic and the people sitting next to me in the car as I'm at a stoplight just look at me really weird and then I slowly turn down my radio (laughs) and stare straight forward (laughs) gotta be honest man I was really nervous when uh, we're getting ready to talk to you but then as soon as we started talking you immediately set us at ease that's why you and Lindsay are amazing interviewers and quickly became great friends of ours You love to take care of others. Now you need to allow others to kind of take care of you. Let us help you be strong, P-Bear. Or Perryberry. Still workshopping those. You guys seem like just great people, and I would love to get to know you guys better. I saw your GoFundMe page, and I'll definitely be contributing to that to help any way I can. Just uh, stay strong, man. Like, I know times may see... Time might say more dark, but after, after hearing all these great people who are on your side and rooting for you, I hope it brings a smile to your face and know you can get through this with us. We've seen the outpouring of support that you've had, and so it's great to see just how many lives you've already touched. It's great to see the support system you have in place. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, it's not how long you live, it's how you live. Harry and Lindsay, I think they'll appreciate that the whole letter and they flap the pages there. This is my special message to uh, my fellow podcasters, Perry and Lindsay Johnson, to make sure they know they're being thought of and prayed for. And, you know, if my my me man, Perry, needs a laugh, you know, I'll get him a laugh. And you know, if he needs a TiVo, I'll give him a TiVo, you know, uh, in six easy monthly installments. But still, whenever he was saying his days <laughs> of the week, Tuesday. yeah, he, he says Tuesday instead of Tuesday. And it was something where I just could not get that out of my head. And now every time, even if I hear just someone say Tuesday, I hear him saying Tuesday in my head, and I kind of go, hee hee hee, in my head. I know Lindsay is a trooper, and and your families are, are hanging in there. Um, Perry, take that to heart, dude, because you, know, you are loved, and you are blessed. And I haven't stopped praying for you um, or your family, so you're doubly blessed. Perry is one of the most supportive uh, people you'll ever meet, um, him and Lindsay, you know. And just one of the nicest guys. So, you know, it's important that we support him at this time. Uh, 
of his need, you know, because he supported us, supported us all this time as well. You know, I didn't know you guys a few months ago. I didn't know who you were. I didn't know what you did. And I just sort of ran across you on Facebook and started checking out some of your little live videos and stuff and immediately saw how open and honest and warm and down to earth you guys were and was just immediately drawn to you. And then I had the the honor of coming on your podcast and talking to you for a little while and just I feel like I've known you for years, you know? And this is hard, man. This is this is a tough this is a tough road to hoe. And uh you know oh, cancer sucks, dude. And I know you don't want me to get choked up like I'm doing now, and I know you want fighters, so I'm going to be a fighter, and I will do whatever I can do to help you get through this, because I love you guys, and uh, that's it. On my podcast, we talk a lot about purple shirts as a sign of friendship, and so friends, let's put on our purple shirts for Perry. Wearing our purple shirts, standing behind him and behind Lindsay. Let's support them. Let's fight with them. Let's do it because we're in it to win it. We're here to fight for Perry and for Lindsay. His family needs him. This world needs him. Podcasting needs him. And he's going to win this fight. So love you, man. Get well, Perry. We love you, man. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Just so you know, you have a lot of people that got your backs going to do everything we can to help you get through this whole entire situation, be here for you and anything else you may need because you've been there for us even though we didn't even know it. We uh, we love you, Perry, and we think you're awesome and RJ's nipples miss you. They do, because we always do themed wines and drinks for our shows. We have that now and we would like to raise a glass for Perry. That's for you. So raise a glass, put on your purple shirts, and join us to support Perry. Here's what you can do. Visit www.gofundme.com forward slash hello hyphen cancer hyphen WTF and donate today to help the Johnson's family reduce the cost of medical bills and help reduce the stress. Our current goal is to raise $20,000. It's ambitious, but together it is possible. In the campaign's first 24 hours, we were able to raise 10% of our overall goal. With your help, we can give Perry and his family a fighting chance. That's www.gofundme.com forward slash hello hyphen cancer hyphen WTF. Please share the GoFundMe campaign as much as you can. Share it to your Twitter, your Facebook, send it to your friends and family. Spread the word. Join Hello Life WTF's Facebook group and follow at PerryJohnson77 on Twitter for updates. Use the hashtag Team Perry in all of your social media and make sure to pin the GoFundMe link to the top of your pages to show your solidarity. Perry is an important and amazing part of the indie podcast community. Let's all come together and show him how much we care. Thank uh, you. It, it, it's hashtags Perry's got jokes, not hashtag Perry got jokes. Anton. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought oh, so free. <laughs> Ladies I'm and gentlemen, away on a wing and a prayer. Yes. <laughs> Who can it be? Believe, Believe it, or it or not, it's just me. <sighs> I'm not crying. I'm not crying. You can't prove anything. So, and I'm stupid enough to listen to it again. That's the, the dumb part. I could have just not.
But that is the sort of impact that Perry has had on the podcast community and everybody that he's, that they've interacted with and they need our help. So (laughs) you out there, (laughs) if you don't want to stay up until, you know, forever o'clock to donate during the live stream for the cure to donate to them directly, you can follow the, I'll put the link to the GoFundMe in the show notes. They do have a direct PayPal. If you want to bypass GoFundMe and all that and just go straight to them, they do have a PayPal link that I will get a hold of and I'll throw that down in the show notes as well. Um, again, the link to the GoFundMe is also right smack dab on the homepage at odddadoutpodcast.com. If you're in the show notes, it will be on, on like one of the show note pages. It'll be on the sidebar right there with the live stream for the cure. So go to livestreamforthecure.com. Go to odddadoutpodcast.com slash hello cancer WTF. If you really feel like going that way or her, but you can help. Whether you are donating during the live stream for the cure for CRI or you're donating to Perry and Lindsay directly, they need our help. Both of them. Everybody. Cancer sucks. Everybody. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again and again and again and I'll probably say it during my live stream on Sunday. Everybody's got a story. Cancer has touched everybody somehow, somewhere. So, it, everybody, you need to give. I will be giving. I, I will be, I will probably be donating during my segment because I can, because why not? But I will be donating both for CRI and I will be donating to uh, Perry and Lindsay directly. And you need to do the same because they are great people and they've had enough shit thrown at them. They don't need this to, they don't need to carry this burden alone. So I'm going to stop preaching and (laughs) I'm going to wrap things up from there. So... Uh, You can get the show notes and the links to all the news stories I covered this week, plus the links to the live stream for The Cure and the Hello Cancer WTF GoFundMe page, along with, I will get the, it may not be up immediately today, but it should be up tomorrow, the links for the direct PayPal donations for Perry and Lindsay Johnson at oddeadoutpodcast.com. And you can, I'm not even going to tell you, subscribe if you, you know how to subscribe to the show. You know you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at OddDadOutShow at OddDadOutPodcast.com. Enough spieling about myself because this isn't about me. This is about them. Get on there. Friday. The 18th through Sunday, the 20th, I'm going to be on again from 10 10 a.m. Pacific, 
1 p.m. Eastern Time to 10.30, 1.30, blah, blah, blah. I got a half an hour. Um, On Sunday the 20th, come and listen to me tell stories and maybe tell some jokes and, and, and crack wise on people and try and hold my shit together because I'm an emotional type person like that. But until Sunday, and I will see you Sunday, I will. I'm still Adam Higgins, the odd dead out. Thank you, and good night.